This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. A preview of the gold medal game. Take it away. Absolutely. Thank you, David. Um, I am with Brett and Cam. Gentlemen, thoughts on the game you just witnessed? Cam? Uh, what can you say? Yuha was doing Yuha things at the end of the day. I think it was a total of five points. Uh, phenomenal performance by him. Um, but Team Black, they played really well, I think, as well. You know, when you go down to it, uh, Siula had a couple of goals. One was a shorty, which was fantastic. Um, and the goalie. What can you say about that goalie for Team Black, Lauren Weber? Oh. This game would have been a lot worse if it wasn't for all of the phenomenal saves that that goalie was making. I so. couldn't agree with you more there. Brett, thoughts? Well, off area, we were talking about who uh, we thought maybe the uh, weekend MVP was, and I'm still convinced it's going to be a goalie. Lauren Weber, he played absolutely amazing considering the score. Uh, he just stood on his head, kept his game, team in there. Cam, your thoughts on the MVP? Um, it's got to be Yuha. At the end of the day, it's great if the goalie was making a great saves and keeping your team in the game, but at the end of the day, kind of like the MVP with the NHL, are you going to give it to somebody that's on a team that's not going to make the playoffs, or are you going to give it to a person that's helped to get their team in the playoffs? And unfortunately, although uh, Weber played a fantastic game and has played a fantastic tournament, I don't think you can give Weber the MVP because they're not going to the playoffs. Brett, so okay, team uh, gold wins. They're going to the gold medal game against this exact same squad. Uh, what's the message for Yellow uh, first going into the gold medal game as they sit in the dressing room right now? Well, uh, I, I think... Uh, you know, they know who they're going to play, so uh, they just uh, they need to game plan around who they're, who they're planning on pl- or who they uh, are playing. What's the game plan, in your opinion, for Yellow now in the next uh, just a little under 24 hours before they'll have the, uh, the gold medal game camp? Well, <laughs> I think you've got to stop Jason Yuha. So whether you're double-teaming uh, Jason Yuha, uh, you've got to find a way to stop Yuha because that's how the entire uh, offense is run, is run through him. And you've got to stop him somehow, and if that's double-teaming him, um, having a person on him at all times, you've got to find a way to stop him. And it's kind of one of those things where it's like, okay, we know Yuha can score. We get that. We understand that. Show me somebody else that can beat me. So if you're gonna, if you're gonna, two guys on them, that means the other the other guys have to step up and uh, do their best. And um, yeah, so I, I agree. Well, Brent. and that's the thing, Brock. If you double team Jason Yuha, then uh, you, you gotta consider that there's gonna be somebody else on the ice to to put the puck in the net. Uh, they've they've game planned around that. Well, yeah, and I, and if I'm the coach there, I that's I'm considering strongly double teaming uh and you have to at least at least for the first period anyways at least for the first period yeah the entire game what ended up six three yuha was in on uh five of six of those goals and a bunch of a few assists as well so uh, you got to stop yuha and i'm not sure how you do it but you've got (laughs) to do it (laughs) i honestly don't know how you do it either i really don't uh you know any um 
any message for for uh, Black now? How do they bounce back? They know they're in the position. They're obviously they earned the right to be there. Well, what's the message for Black, Brett? Well, uh, I think you just need to go back and you need to regroup. Uh, tough loss here, but uh, the thing is that, uh, like I said yesterday about today, is tomorrow's a brand new day, and uh, you, you got 45 minutes to redeem yourself from start to finish. So, uh, uh, looking forward to tomorrow, and uh, may, may, uh, maybe Team Black will come out on top. Yeah, I know for sure. Um, a bronze medal preview. Uh, you're going to see uh, red versus... Uh, uh, yellow in the uh, next game coming up. Any thoughts on uh, what we might see here, Cam? Uh, I think you're going to see Team Yellow uh, play a really good game. Uh, that's my prediction to win this uh, game. Kelly Serbu, uh, I think, you know, like I said, uh, he's drinking some good uh, water there in uh, Nova Scotia. So I think, once again, uh, kind of like with Jason Yuha, you've got to stop Kelly Serbu, and I don't uh, see Team Red doing that. And uh, especially with Vince Ryan as well on defense, uh, sometimes Vince has been up on Ford. Uh, he's a phenomenal player as well. So uh, Team Red's going to be in real tough uh, for the bronze medal game. Yeah, I uh, think so. But again, uh, you know, this is a situation where this tournament, you're in a position where you still have an opportunity uh, for a medal. So you might see uh, Team Red overnight step it up. Brett, am I wrong? Well, we've heard uh, the name Vianney Uendizi a couple of times this weekend, or at least a few times this weekend. So uh, I, I see that uh, if uh, if uh, Uendizi can uh, can play the way we, we've seen him play and uh, take hold of uh, Team Red, then uh, you're, you're, uh, you may see Team Red uh, come out on top. I agree. I think it's going to be... Uh Great battle, and we just got a uh, gold medal uh, preview, and we're about to get a, a bronze medal a bronze medal preview as well. Any additional thoughts from either one of you? Cam? No, I'm just looking forward to this game. Uh, once again, I can't say it enough, and I've been saying it all the time. It has been a fantastic weekend of hockey. Uh, there have been close games, and the stars have been shining. So, And, you know, I'm really looking forward to also tomorrow... Um, with the Canadian uh, Blind Olympic team being named, I'm very curious to kind of find out who's going to be named to that team as well. Yeah, the uh, national team there, yeah. That's a, that's going to be a good experience for that team uh, going to Pittsburgh and uh, competing against the U.S. because, of course, we always, as athletes, want to compete against the U.S. and show where we are at. If you uh, want to get down here, it's totally a good idea to do that uh, tomorrow because the final day will be... Uh, will be ideal to come and watch so there's going to be a few good games to uh, watch so and question for you guys if you don't mind brock as far as uh, picking the team tomorrow if you guys had to pick a goalie who do you th who would you pick you know what it's uh, it's kind of uh, really up for grabs i would um, i would pick the goalie uh, from black that just uh, played uh, he did a really good job um, uh, that that would be my pick for Lauren Weber, okay. Yeah. And yeah. Brett, how about yourself? Well, uh, I, I've been on the Joey Cabral bandwagon all weekend, but uh, Team Black goalie Lauren Weber played absolutely amazing this past game, and uh, I would pick Lauren as well. And maybe recency bias for me would be would be the kind of thing there. I, I Lauren Weber played really well. Um, if if he didn't, that game was uh, completely different. So, 
Yeah, and it changed my mind because I was going to pick Joey Cabral personally, but I'm going with Lauren Weber as well. You have to think, guys, that perhaps both of these goaltenders are part of Team Canada, considering that most likely they'll use two of them. Uh, two really good selections as well. You know, you almost look at it and say, okay, uh, if you bring in both goaltenders into camp and you practice beforehand and so forth, uh, who's the hottest goaltender at that time? Because, because very similar uh, as far as uh, stopping abilities, rebound control, and it's something that uh, you know you play the hot hand, so to speak. You know all about that. If you're if you're playing the hot hand, you're probably expected to play. If you're cooling off a little bit, uh, you might have to take a step back. And that's always uh, the the point where uh, you have a one A and a one B. Yes. If you have a one A and a one B, you do go with the hot hand and. Uh, the, the one B goaltender, he, he'll sit back and he understands, but he's ready to jump in at any time just in case one A des- decides or d- has a bad game or he has an injury. or And that's a good problem as a coach to have. With that, we're going to go down to Jeff as he's ringside with another interview. I'm standing ringside with Mark DeMontis. Obviously, Mark, a tough loss, 7-3 to the gold team. But second game of this uh, day, what was the mentality going into this one? I think the mentality was uh, it was a little awkward because we went in knowing that we had them tomorrow for the final. So a lot of this was us accepting the fact going in we were going to be dealing with some uh, some trial and error and, and trying to figure out uh, where we can come back maybe tomorrow. So uh, we're not too upset about it. I think we're shaking it off. They obviously got some good talent on their team, but so do we. And uh, tomorrow we'll be uh, we'll be back at it, looking to come out on top. So what positives can you take from this loss? I think the biggest positive we can take is that uh, in some ways that we're dealing with adversity right now, and that's not a bad thing. I think if you can turn adversity into an opportunity to learn from it, it's always good. And I think for our team, uh, maybe this was, maybe hopefully this will be a blessing in disguise. We'll find out. And you also have a very gritty game style. Uh, is that sort of the game plan going into this, getting under your opponent's skin? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I just, I just play. You know what? I try and leave the disability at home, and I think that we just try and play hockey and try to play aggressively and to the best of my ability. I mean, um, you know, we, we all play hard. I play hard. They play hard. Uh, we all play hard. I think most importantly, as long as everyone's having fun, everyone's safe at the end of it all, uh, I know that we're all happy. So. And you also mentioned that the championship game is already set for tomorrow. Obviously a big one. Um, tonight's going to be a crucial time to get some rest. What are the plans tonight? Are you going to stay in, or is it Saturday night in Toronto? Are you going out? What's the plan? Know, Coach Brock uh, Quarantine's in the team with in the in the room with the team right now. He's probably giving us some curfew, so I, I'm just I'll just say I didn't hear it. I wasn't in the room with him, so no. I we'll be taking it easy, getting some rest, and uh, you know, big game tomorrow. I think this is exciting. Everyone knows it's going to be a big one. There'll be a lot of fans coming out to supporting blind hockey, and uh, again, I'm just proud to be on Team Black this weekend and uh, making new friends and uh, long-lasting memories. So. Awesome. Thanks so much. Oh, thank you, Jeff. Thanks so much, Jeff. Uh, Jeff Ryman joins us up in press row. We're here with the panel as well. And guys, the thing I took about uh, that interview was uh, for Team Black, maybe put some Taylor Swift in the locker room and shake it off because uh, because that's exactly what they have to do to this gold medal game tomorrow. And Cam, it's, it's, it's one of those things where you have to have a short memory and, and you have to be ready because... As you guys were mentioning during uh, during the panel post game, you forget about this game because tomorrow is another day. Absolutely, it's a new game. Uh, you've got to totally go with that frame of mind, and I think you really got to look at the goalie uh, that you have with Team Black and Lauren Weber, and use that as a positive to say Lauren Weber kept us in that game, and we can beat this team. So, another thing that I want to point out is the fact that. Uh, uh, Mark said he's going to stay in tonight. I'm not too sure if that's 
<laughs> if that's the truth with Mark, we'll have to see. But I also think that, uh, on a serious point, um, that you, I, I got to think that in the inner competitor in each one of these players on Team Black, they just lost to Team Gold. Uh, would that not irk you that you want to go out there in the championship game and really prove a point and say, hey, I know we lost 7-3 yesterday, but we're back, we're rested, we're ready to play, and we're going to win this championship? Absolutely, 100%. Those guys are coming in with uh, guns ablazing tomorrow. I really expect a, a closer game because if things went differently, that, that game's a different score in my opinion. And another thing that's, that I sort of picked up from Mark's interview is uh, the fact that he um, didn't really understand that he was a gritty sort of player. And it was funny because we were talking pregame about Vince Ryan, who we'll see in this game, and they were having a chuckle uh, because I guess Vince and Mark are good pals and they always chirp each other. And Mark scored a beauty of a goal in the, in the third period there from the point that went top shelf. And... Uh, Mark, I asked him, I said, hey, you play a gritty game, like, uh, you play a really gritty game style, and he was kind of surprised by that, which I <laughs> kind of find puzzling myself, because watching him two years in a row at this tournament, uh, it's pretty easy to pick out that he's the pest amongst the group, but uh, like we were talking about pregame, I feel like you need one of those guys as uh, one of those grit grinder type of guys to go into the dirty places. Well, uh, it's like when, it's like the rules of Fight Club. You don't talk about Fight Club, so if yeah. you're a grit and a grinder and you're a bit of a pest, <laughs> you don't talk about being a pest. So I think that's what it boils down to. Brett? Uh, I echo that, Cameron. <laughs> that's exactly what I was going to say. And I, I think moving forward now to this game, we have a Team Yellow and Team Red coming it onto the ice. As you can probably hear all the pucks bouncing around the posts and all around the boards. Uh, team Yellow versus Team Red. Now these guys, uh, it's not over. Uh, the championship game is set, but this tournament is not over. We were talking uh, pre-game, pre-game, last game, about the fact that these guys still have a ton to play for. I mean, Matt Morrow and crew, they're looking out, and uh, they're, they're looking for the final roster spots to fill for that prestigious first-ever Canada versus USA matchup. So I'm going to be, I'm kind of eager to see how these teams come out and respond to that. Because for me, I know they may not be playing for a spot in this tournament, in the championship game, but I feel like there's a lot more to it than just uh, uh, win or losing right now. Well, like, like we saw in that first game, uh, this is this is of importance also for the bronze medal game because this is the preview of the bronze medal game. The winner of this game tomorrow will receive that bronze medal. The loser will not receive anything. And I think, guys, in this tournament itself, uh, if you're if you're part of a four-team tournament, you don't want to be the fourth team no matter what. So there is a lot of pride on the line, uh, and uh, and of course this sets up for for the message that will be sent officially tomorrow afternoon. No way, you don't want to be that fourth-place team. You wanna you wanna say I was third, and uh, I expect guns ablaze in both uh, games, this one and the bronze medal game coming up tomorrow. I think if I can say anything about fourth place. Fourth place is like kissing your sister. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to kiss their sister. Do you have experience in that or something? I don't have a sister, so uh, we're all good there. <laughs> just backtracking just a tad, I sort of want to touch on Jason Yuha, who I've been 
talking about all tournament okay, long. Okay, Jeff, and you want to boast? I do. No, no, I want to give you guys the opportunity to hop on the bandwagon. Has anybody changed their mind regarding this MVP discussion? I have. <laughs> Jeff, I have. Jeff, I'm going to bow down to you tomorrow, but you got to promise to put me back in my wheelchair after I bow down to you. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all in agreement. Well, I, I think I was with you uh, ever since yesterday. I, I don't remember I, saying anybody else. I appreciate that, Cam. At least I had one supporter right from the get-go. Brock and Brett have uh, seemed to have jumped on the bandwagon, so I'll I'll make some room for you guys, but we're just about a minute away from... It, it was the second hat trick that really sold me, Jeff. It's the speed and the skill that he plays with, yeah. and I even talked to Mark Offie. I said, if you were to vote for MVP, who would it be? And he even agreed with me that it would be the opponent that he just uh, got dusted by, and he was joking <laughs> that he was on a couple uh, uh, times against goals against against uh, Jason Uhoff, so he coming right from Mark as he plays defense. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.